Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in for another episode of Divi Chat. Each week, some of the brightest minds from all around the world get together to share their knowledge and expertise in developing websites with WordPress and Divi. Tonight, you'll be listening to episode 56, where we'll be discussing finding a work-life balance. Chatting, but before we do, let's say hello to tonight's panel. And I'm going to go ladies first. Hi, Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah Oates from Endure Web Studios here from Australia. And you can catch me at endure.com.au or Endure Web on the socials. Glad you're here, Sarah. Hey, Josh. Thanks. Hey, everybody. Josh Hall here. I'm coming to you from what is now a very chilly Columbus, Ohio. It got cold pretty quick. Uh, you can catch me at joshhall.co where I have all of my Divi-related stuff, my Elegant Themes articles, tutorials, and all kinds of WordPress fun. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook. I'm not cool enough to be on Instagram or Twitter, and frankly, I just can't find the time to keep up with all that. So find me on not Facebook. Not good enough, Josh. Not good enough. <laughs> I'm with you, Josh. I'm with you. Facebook is king. Yeah. <laughs> nah, you're missing out. Insta's where it's all about. I know. I know. I have some ideas with Instagram and Divi and WordPress, so... <laughs> Maybe we'll chat about that. I might try to bring MySpace back. <laughs> hey, Tim. Hey, everybody. Tim Streifler here, broadcasting from Austin, Texas. And you can find me online at divilife.com, wpthepodcast.com, or timstreifler.com. And I am on Instagram. However, I haven't posted in like a year and a half. However, I'm one of those people that I'm a lurker, so I'll, I'll go on and I'll look at stuff and I'll like stuff. <laughs> I'll, I'll occasionally even comment on stuff, but I haven't posted on anything. <laughs> you like me and Twitter. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad to have you here, Tim. Thank My you. name's David Blackman with Asperger Studios, Divi Space, and WP the Podcast. I have an Instagram also. Please go follow me. I want to be famous. I want to have like 9 million followers and only follow 20 people like those really famous people. Um, I don't post much either. I like things. Tim may comment. I'm pushed a little heart button. Um, Sarah tells me that my audio is a little bit stuttery. So Just a little bit. It's not terrible, but just as a heads up. A little choppy, a little bit. Well, I hope it clears up. And if it doesn't, I'm not going to talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the moment, we can still understand you, but we'll give you a heads up. And yeah. on the live chat, just let us know if you can't hear properly. Fantastic. Well, tonight's topic I put in the queue because it's something that I realized this year um, that I had a problem with, you know, finding a work-life balance. It had to do with doing something that I love to do. I love my job. I love what I'm doing. So it never feels like I'm working. To do a 15-hour day is no problem because I'm having fun. Realize how negatively that can still impact one's life. And, um, you know, after a couple of years of doing something that I really, really loved, I re realized that my physical health and my my mental health has just kind of gotten away from me. And I'm happy in my work life. No balance in my, you know, non-work life. And um, something that that is very, very important. So, you know, how do you find a balance when what you do? You know, and you don't feel like you're working. So I've kind of come up with a theory. I've got to go, go get something that I really love to do so that I can leave what I love doing. That's <laughs> Which a good theory. Sounds crazy. Mm, yeah. Sounds crazy. But no, that doesn't sound crazy at all. You know, it's just... I think it's important to have stuff outside of, you know, you can't just have one thing you love to do because you can't do one thing all the time. Right. Yeah. So put the top in there because uh, it's something that I truly, truly um, am looking to, you know, even though I love what I do, I, I realize the importance of 
having a balance and stuff and 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 moving forward so that's it good night y'all <laughs> <laughs> good show everybody um, well, I, I think I'd like to start with the fact that I think work-life balance has been a buzzword for quite a while. Like I think probably in the last couple of years, I guess more and more people are working more and more. And um, as that's happening, more and more of us are trying to work out how do we find balance in everything. And so everyone's talking about this work-life balancing, how can we achieve it? But I mean, I think honestly, work-life balance, it's like, the end of a rainbow like it's like that pot of gold that you're searching like where you can chase it forever but no matter how much you chase it I don't think it really exists I think um to have everything in complete balance is is just crazy because sometimes work needs more effort sometimes family needs more effort sometimes um your personal hobbies are kind of taking focus and somehow they're never all going to be aligned really balanced like a scale or whatever um and i think to be honest it doesn't exist but if we can be real about that and understand the fact that there are different parts to our life and they're all really important as long as one of them isn't taking the sole focus as long as you've got the other areas happening and you can be going between the focus i think that's where work-life balance can exist but i i think the the idea of us achieving work-life balance where everything is happening all balanced and everyone's happy all our kids are happy and our partner's happy and our work colleagues are happy with the amount that we're giving to everything and we're happy with our own personal relaxation that's just unrealistic so i think it's more about trying to work out how can we make sure everything is important and has its important place? But um, th this idea of everything being in balance, I think is just ridiculous. It's, it's not actually achievable in my opinion, but I almost, I almost feel like it's a daily, like it's something we as freelance web designers all daily struggle with. So like Sarah said, it's probably not something that you achieve. Like, yes, I've achieved perfect work-life balance. It's something to where, daily you're just gonna have to see where your priorities are like some days and i realize this as you know my wife is pregnant we're gonna have a little one next year i'm trying to get as much in as i can until that point because i know i'm not going to be able to get dedicate as much time as i am now um, particularly through the evenings and one thing that i've really been kind of hit with lately is like david you were talking about you know you love your work and same here i love my work so it's easier for me to just work all the time or just have my laptop open and get in the dippy facebook groups and answer some comments and stuff like that but I realize that my family and my wife, although they love that I love what I do, they need me too. And they need my time, you know, dedicated to them as opposed to just staring at a screen. So I really try to think about that. And for me, um, the, the daily struggle of trying to find balance, really for me, it kind of all boils down to routines, which I've talked about a few other times. And that's just trying to have specific time for tasks and for my day. And like I've been really disciplined or trying to be more disciplined about not checking email at night because it just never goes well for me and it turns my mind on and I wake up at two in the morning thinking about the issue that I have to deal with in the morning. So I've really been just trying to segregate my work time and my, my personal time. And um, I tell you what, per and personally too, as a, you know, working from home, it gets really tricky because you could work anywhere in your house. I know for me, having a separate office where I go to to do my work really helps as well. So just a few thoughts in regards to balance. Yeah, I was going to say some similar things as Josh. Um, yeah, when you have your phone that you can do almost anything, obviously you can't really design and build a website on your mobile device. Um, I know some Wanna people try. <laughs> yeah. um, some people do maybe if you're like David. Uh, however, well, you know, that's I not true. Because... wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyways, unless you are trying to build... Uh, Anyways, that's not even my point. Um, <laughs> Sorry, uh, Tim. I didn't mean to derail you. Oh, yeah. Totally derailed. No, <laughs> um, you know, I could do like 80% of running my business from my phone, which is like a huge convenience, but it's also can be a huge drag in terms of work-life balance because I find myself, you know, relaxing with my wife, watching TV and on my phone, you know, replying to Slack messages or emails or, or whatever. Um, and so it's convenient, but it's not great for work-life balance and it's, it's extremely hard to, to shut it off. And so, um, 
what I think is going to help me, which I have not successfully implemented yet, is um, re- being really diligent and disciplined about implementing rules. So um, I haven't decided on the exact rules, but like one of the rules that, again, don't really enforce, but um, for both me and my wife is one screen at a time. So if we're watching um, TV, okay, well, I'm not going to be on my phone or laptop or whatever, you know, checking email or whatever. Uh, another one is... Um, one thing that we, we do pretty well actually is we don't look at phones during meals, you know, so that we can be present and talking to one another. Um, and so I, I think those things help obviously, um, you know, I'm not always eating or watching TV when I'm not working. Um, although I do the, both of those things quite a lot. Um, yeah, I think it's just being disciplined of, of setting rules for yourself. So, um, if it's like Josh, I have a, a separated office, which is nice. So if I, decide, okay, I'm not going to work when I'm outside of my office, um, you know, then implement that and, and, and enforce it and be disciplined. Um, because I, I, I think it is one of those things where um, if you don't, then you'll just kind of always be in work mode. And even when I'm like with my wife hanging out or with friends, like the back of my head, I'm, I'm always just kind of, you know, the wheels turning, just kind of thinking about, you know, different things kicking around, different ideas or, or yeah. you know, different yeah. problems trying to solve. So I don't know. Those are my thoughts. It's um, it's definitely something where it's it, like Sarah said, it's you're never going to achieve it. It's always kind of a daily struggle. Um, but I think if you're intentional about it, then you'll be way better off than if you just kind of let work take over your life. And I heard this on a podcast recently, and it was a good thought that I really, really kind of resonated with me. And that is don't confuse busyness with productivity. So you can be busy all the time checking messages. And like Tim said, because I did the same thing. Sometimes I'll be on my phone replying to a comment that I hate typing on my phone anyway. So I don't even like doing that. So now I'm trying to really just leave comments and stuff for when I get on my computer. But you could take, you know, three or four times as long doing something on your phone or while you're sitting at a red light in traffic or something, opposed to when you're in work time, when you're on your computer, you can just bust those things out. And I've found that, I've been guilty of this just like everybody else, I'm sure, in that we're often so busy, but you know, you can take time and be more productive and it can save you a ton of time, which can contribute to better work life balance for sure. I yeah, and that probably feeds up- in sorry, you go. Oh, are you there, David? Yeah, I'm here. You want me to go okay. or you want to go? <laughs> <laughs> right, go for it. Um, I think you bring up a good point. Um, with, I enjoy, you know, that part of being an entrepreneur is a brain being with like-minded people. Uh, what I've realized this year for me, at least in the last, you know, this work life balance and, and trying to find some, some balance there. Part of the problem, and it's not a problem at all, is that because good friends online. So it's not like I'm just coming to go to work friends. So we're like hanging out and we're shooting the breeze and we're chatting and with, you know, next level type kind of ideas about futures going where we think future of WordPress is. And, and truthfully for me, that kind of stuff is exciting. You know, that's like, it's like, it really is. It's like not even work. It's like, holy cow, you know, this is just, it, it's fun because I'm hanging out with my friends and holy cow, I'm getting paid to hang out with my friends and stuff. So yeah, go Sarah. Oh, the thing I was going to say was around um, productivity and task switching versus um, multitasking, which I know we've talked about before, but that idea that going between things you're you're not actually achieving both things at once. So relaxing and checking emails on your phone or um, working and watching Netflix or like whatever it is, your mind is still processing both things and going between and you're not able to have a complete focus on the one thing. And I think in some ways that can make it less of a chill out time. Like if you're trying to relax, if you're trying to say, okay, this is my time just to chill out and watch TV, but you're also checking your emails. I don't think you're going to achieve the same letdown. You're not going to achieve the same relaxation. 
And one thing that I've implemented over the last kind of six months is I don't work at nighttime and I don't work on the weekends. And that was a really, really tough change for me, like actually stopping working on the weekend. I mean, it doesn't mean I don't come and go from bits and pieces. I still have my emails that alert me when important stuff comes through and I'll still check them and I'll still answer things if they come up. But as a kind of 90% rule, I'm not going to, I'll look at things, see what's coming through, note if I need to deal with it or maybe respond, that's fine, I'll deal with it on Monday or else just not respond and know that I have to deal with it on Monday. But as much as I can, not responding to stuff on the weekends and at night time, same thing. Um, That's been really hard. But what I have noticed is that I'm feeling like it's okay to binge some Netflix or it's okay to do whatever and not feel like I have to be on all the time. And the other thing that it's done for me is sleeping has been better. Um, I was finding sleeping not very good for a little while. And I think the problem was I was working until like 11 at night and then I'd be going to bed and I couldn't switch my brain off. Um, And I think there's something about letting yourself switch off in a way where you're not trying to multitask and still be on and off at the same time. I think that's challenging and probably a little unrealistic. Sarah, do you feel like you're still getting just as much done or if not more since you stopped working? Because that's, that really articulates my point perfectly to where you are working all those hours. Think about how many wasted hours we've all worked doing half-assed stuff, you know, with different things. Like sometimes I'm watching a hockey game and doing some stuff and talk with my wife. And I'm like, I didn't, I didn't see what was on the game. I didn't hear what my wife just said. And it took me 10 minutes to do something that would take me 30 seconds normally, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Definitely. It's, uh, to that point, but to another level where I'm doing multiple work things at the same time, like I'm working on something yeah. and then my support person asks me questions. So then I like start troubleshooting and then, you know, a pre-sales question comes in. So I start answering that and I'm literally have like five things going on and it takes me like 10 times as long to get all of them done. And so, I mean, obviously, you know, the focus of this chat is not on productivity, but I think it definitely comes into play. If you use your time wisely, then you know, then you can focus and, and have just relaxation time, just family time, like Sarah said. Well, I think it does. Like you're saying, I think it does come into productivity because what I discovered was I started using the app Timely app, which I know I've talked about a few times and there's other time tracking apps. But what I discovered was the amount of time during the day that I was spending kind of off on personal bits and pieces as well, or just not being as productive or spending all this time that then I wasn't it was just this wake-up call of how many hours I was spending, how much I was achieving, how much I was earning for that time that I was spending. And I realized I wasn't being productive enough with my actual work hours. And I was spending, it was like I felt so overworked that I was sneaking in personal stuff into the workday because I felt like I'm always working. It's just too much. I have to like sneak in these bits and pieces. And then I realized what I really need to do is segment my time and be super productive during the day and not work at night time. And it's not always like, you know, at night time, I still sneak in bits of work. If I do have to work at night time or the weekends, then I'll probably do it in front of Netflix at the same time. But when it's work time, I try as much as I can to not be looking at personal Facebook stuff, to not be looking at Instagram, to not be doing online shopping, to not be watching Netflix at the same time, like just to be working, to be as productive as possible. And if I have to sneak in other personal things, I try and listen to podcasts that are productive based or books that I'm trying to achieve more with so that I'm being productive during those times. And then I don't feel guilty about relaxing when it's nighttime or it's the weekend. Yeah, that's a great point. I know something that I've done recently is I've really... I've tried to keep an active routine and, and trying to work out more. And I really want to make that more of a priority. So one thing that I started doing over the past couple of weeks is I, I typically would work to around five or so, but recently I've tried to stop at four or four thirty, which makes me be more productive during those hours. Cause I'm like, all right, I am not going to miss my workout today. I'm going to go to four. So that means yes. I'm not going to have as much time in, in Facebook or, you know, you know, anything else that we're, we're doing online. I'm going to, work as much as I can and, you know, check off my to-do list for the day, excuse me, and get this done. And it's amazing how much more productive you can be if you almost limit your time. Because I feel like most people in, I was going to say corporate America, I'm sure any, everywhere in the world, those eight-hour workdays, how much work is actually getting done in eight hours? Absolutely. probably Probably about 45 minutes, so. Well, I'm amazed sometimes when I look at my time tracker, like I'll feel like, oh, I've been solidly working for 
five hours. And then when I look at it, it comes out at like four and I'm like, what? Like, I swear I was working for the whole five hours, but it, <laughs> I can't lie to it. And in some ways that has been the biggest accountability that I needed. Like I'm on my own all the time. I needed something to kind of say, well, you didn't actually work your full, like my goal is four hours a day because I only have school hours, but technically I have five hours. So my goal is to be productive for four of those hours. Um, but sometimes I'm not as productive as I wanted to be. But anyway, that's not today's topic. But <laughs> yeah, certainly it, when I stay productive during the day, it means I can feel like I can relax at yeah, night time. It all, yeah, it all comes into play, productivity and work-life balance. Um, I read about this company, can't remember the name of the company, but um, basically they implemented a four-day work week for all their nice. employees company-wide still paid them the same, you know, still paid them, you know, a full, full-time pay. Um, but for the purpose of helping them have a work-life balance and um, they found that people were more productive because um, like you guys were saying, it forced them to be more productive during, you know, those 32 hours or so of the week um, so that they could have a three-day weekend every weekend. Um, and so, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Um, you know, it's like you limit the amount of hours you work, you're more productive and therefore it leads to having a better work-life balance. Yeah. yeah. One thing I've heard, um, a lot of productivity people talking about is the fact that there's actually 168 hours in a week. So a lot of people use the excuse, oh, I can't work out because I don't have enough time or I can't listen to personal audio books because I don't have enough time or podcasts or I don't have time to like just chill out or, and I know like I can definitely feel like it, like my kids go to bed technically at 7.30, but sometimes it can be more like nine. And then if I'm needing to go to bed at like 9.30, I feel like there's no time from when my kids go to bed to actually be able to chill out. Um, but technically there's 168 hours in our week. And if, you know, you've got eight hours a night technically trying to sleep, maybe nine hours if you include like wind down and wake up time, you know, you've still got a lot of hours left in your week. If you said you did 40 hours of work a week, which is a lot, like I don't, I aim for a 20 hour work week for me personally. So if you're taking out all of that time, there's still all of this time, whether it's in the morning, whether you can like get your kids. My, my son started doing a little bit of yoga with me and that's really cute. And so technically I'm spending time with him and um, doing a little bit of a workout um, or like at nighttime, maybe you can get your kids enjoying. My husband's been reading Harry Potter to my kids and so they're really enjoying it, but he's really enjoying it because he's never read it either. So like, is there a way that you can somehow combine a few things into those hours so that then you're getting some relaxation? But I also think it's one of the things that I think a lot of us are really bad at is personal time, like actually taking some time out, especially for parents. Like, I don't know what it's like for other people, but, you know, I find it, I feel pretty guilty about taking a night out to go out with my friends or like just feeling like I just want to chill out and like block the world out and just watch Netflix for like half a day on a weekend or something like I feel guilty about those things but I think we need to work out ways with if you're lucky enough to have a partner to with your partner to be able to build those things into your life even if it's like once a fortnight and you can look forward to something like that I think um, that stuff is really important to schedule in because if you don't put it in then you're not going to do it and you're just going to feel frustrated and like you never get any time for yourself and I know I am like the number one bad person at this kind of thing like at actually taking time for myself and then feeling frustrated that I'm either working or doing kid stuff or winding down but I'm not actually taking time for myself um I think you need to build that stuff into your life or it doesn't happen you know I'm beginning to wonder if it has something to do with age and stage of life because as I'm sitting and I'm listening to you guys and I'm not really because I want to hear what you have to say from you guys' perspective. Um, all of y'all are quite a bit younger than I am. Um, in about a month, baby. I missed so, it. I missed it. You, you started 60? at the wrong time. Was it 60, I think it was? <laughs> um, was it 80? I didn't hear it. <laughs> Joking. Joking. Um, remember when I was you guys' age, Tim, Josh, are in their 20s. Sarah's still in her teens, also in her barely 20s. about to hit 20. <laughs> uh, so I, I remember 
years, you know, I was able to, you know, do a lot of other things and stuff, but because all of our children are gone, they're grown, they're out of the house. I'm in a different phase of life. You know, um, I listen and stuff. It's like, man, these guys like sound like they have a great work life balance. I'm sitting over here like, <laughs> you know, I get up in the morning, I get out of bed, I grind some coffee, I make my coffee, I turn the computer on. And I, you know, and I work in till seven o'clock at night, you know, I'll yeah. eat some dinner, I'll come back, I'll work some more, you know. Do you have any hobbies? Like, I think with your amount of traveling, it's have, tricky, right? Yeah. Because you can't just like join teams of things. Like my husband's yeah. just started going rock climbing. So three times a week, he will go to this place and it's meant he's getting out of the house he's making new right. friends he's doing something active and he's paid money for it so he's gonna go do right. it right but because you're traveling around you can't like is there hobbies that you I can do. get I out of your house to, or yeah i used to have, I used to play a lot of golf i used to a lot of hobbies that consumed a lot of time what happened i mean i I discovered WordPress four years ago, and I absolutely love it. <laughs> and it became <laughs> and, uh, your hobby. A hobby, it really did. You know, yeah. building websites and stuff, just like we're like, wow, you know, it just really excited me and, and stuff. Yeah, so. and the Facebook groups can definitely feel like that. Like, I know that for me, the Facebook groups have become a more like hobby side of things. Like, it's not really somewhere where I need to go for help as much. And I like to get in there and help it, but I can't justify that in my work time anymore. And so it's become more of a when I'm not working, but then I'm yeah. giving up like my casual time to be in the Facebook groups. But yeah. it can be really fun to be in there. Like even if you're helping newbies with stuff, like that's really fun. And so it's tricky because I think that yeah. it's still at the computer and there still needs to be some sort of hobby that is outside of a computer to be able yeah. to properly get some work-life balance. Yeah, and I know Jonathan. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Tim. Oh, I was just going to say, my suggestion is hiking. It's free. You can do it yeah. anywhere, and you can do it for however much time you want. Well, you can't do it anywhere, but I agree with you. I love to walk, and I do love hiking and stuff. <laughs> nice. And, cool. yeah, so... I'm I'm looking forward to actually getting back on the road. We've been stationed. This year has been a lot of stuff as well, which has made me realize and reprioritize, you know, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. What's going on here? So, um, but, you know, I'll tell you, I was in Normandy, Texas, you know, you think, oh, man, they had these neighbors with these huge packs of dogs eat you alive you know so you're not you're not going out hiking unless it's going with a gun and i'm not shooting neighbors dogs so <laughs> that's not a very neighborly thing to do <laughs> well if i can make any suggestion in terms of implementing some sort of external non-computer maybe slightly exercise related because i think there's something about the endorphins that can help us there. feel a little bit like there is some sort of a bit more balance um, I think ages ago I had said, oh, I know I need to do my yoga, but I haven't been doing it. And I had that whole thing. I don't have time for it. Like as soon as my kids are out the door, I feel guilty. I need to be, get working. Like that's my kind of like, I cannot use that time for my personal time. And then all of a sudden they come home and then I'm like, well, I've got to do dinner. And then, you know, anyway, I was saying there was no time, right? So I've just started a 30-day, 10-minute-a-day challenge. And I can't justify that I don't have 10 minutes. Like, that's ridiculous. Anyone who says they don't have 10, 10 minutes is just ridiculous. And so my goal is 10 minutes a day doing this yoga challenge, which is really easy. It's for newbies. But I reckon anyone could go for a 10-minute walk, like once a day, right? And then over time, you start to realize that you love it, and then maybe it goes to 15 or maybe it goes to 20 or whatever. Um, so I want to put a challenge out there that if anyone is feeling like they're spending too much time at their computer – to just give yourself a 10 minute challenge because surely no one can say I don't have 10 minutes. Like you can fit it in any time during the day. You don't need special workout clothes. Like you can just get outside or even just sit outside in the sun for 10 minutes. Like surely that is going to bring a without a phone, without a laptop, without a screen, like 10 minutes of yep. just something outside of a computer, outside of helping other people or being with kids or 
whatever it is, but just it, 10 minutes for yeah. 30 days, surely that is going to bring some sort of balance. It is amazing what a 10 minute walk will do to your mindset, particularly yeah. if you're feeling like you need a break. But even if you don't feel like you need a break, even if you're just moving on stuff or you're feeling a little sluggish or like today we did that before I did a proposal and yeah, it's just, it's amazing what it will do. Um, I was just, I wanted to address a point real quick that Jonathan on our live chat said, and he said, he, we tend to feel, we tend to do what we feel rewards us. And I think that goes back to all of us enjoying our work and enjoying being in the Facebook groups and stuff like that. And it's kind of a slippery slope because yeah, I can answer questions all day, but I don't want to yeah. put myself in a free support position. Uh, so here's here's what I'm going to say to your tent, your, your Josh about, you know, amazing what walking will do for you. It's walking's fault that I'm doing all this work because, you know, I used to do exactly what Sarah's talking about. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was an hour and I discovered this thing called podcasts (laughs) before. And I, I would I would literally stop walking for that hour listening to a podcast and my mind would be like, poof, you know, just on fire and all kinds of ideas. Even if I wasn't listening to the podcast, I'd come in and I would just had all this, which are awesome. You know, I love doing them and stuff, but, um, (laughs) I felt like the work life balance led to the work work balance yeah maybe you need a few more podcasts that are like off podcasts that are like listening to cereal or listening to like i listen to like a whole bunch of kind of girly type ones where they just talk about current events and that kind of thing and it gets me off work um just for a little bit of time so maybe your work your walks could change to be like an off podcast rather than on podcast i found walks to be a good uh thinking point too like i've had some of my best ideas just walking and, and thinking. Oh, Josh, yeah. you were saying it's amazing what a 10 minute walk can do. And um, I, I think too, sometimes you don't even realize that you need a break. And so you feel, ah, I'm fine. You know, I can yeah. keep going. Um, but you force yourself to get out there and yeah, it's like enlightening. You get back, you feel so much more energized. Um, one thing that, that I found is um, getting a dog forces you to get outside and walk, um, particularly yeah, nice. a very high energy dog. Um, since I've had my dog, it's like, I have to, because otherwise he'll be literally climbing on top of me just with so much energy, trying to like get me to give him attention and take him out or whatever. So yeah, you want to find a way to get outside away from the computer, get yourself a dog. Yeah, right. Nice. Hey, I was going to say, I was, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Sarah. Oh, well, I don't know. I was going to take it off in a side tangent. Is that okay? I had, I had a thought earlier I wanted to mention if that's all right. And so when it comes to balance and so Sarah, like you were talking about answering emails at night or over the weekend and one area that I caution particularly new people getting into freelance and web design is that from a client perspective, if they feel like they can reach you at nights and on weekends, you're in a very dangerous slope because they text you or email you on a Sunday and they're like, Hey, why didn't you get back with me? And you, you know, they're just used to contacting you in those hours, but you want to try to take a break. I've just found it very important from that perspective to not even email during those hours. That way clients don't expect to even hear from me until my work time. Yeah, I think that's good. I I think it's a good practice. It's sometimes hard in the moment to not want to respond to it, but I agree that it's an important um, step. And even if you've got yourself in a bad place, to you can you can teach your clients that you're migrating to that system just by taking a bit longer to get back over the weekends, and then slowly, you know, yeah, teaching them that. Let over me time. let me let me throw this out there before you take us down another path, Sarah. Yeah, sure. Um, <clears throat> so I have all these things that and it's awesome and I do love what I do and I am going to find I am in the process of finding out whatever that looks like it will incorporate walking hiking I know that for a fact dog and a dog <laughs> you're going to have to talk to Lisa on, on that one because this is like <laughs> um, I would in a heartbeat do a dog but Lisa won't so it's tricky with I have, traveling I have all of this thing, this thing that I, I really want to do that I consider hobbies. Same shit that I do for work, you know, <laughs> that I have no time for. So like, oh, and I want to do videos and I want to 
that I'm going on and I want to share it with the world because somebody may want to see it. It may help somebody. It may be beneficial or they may they may just be like me and enjoy the journey out. Part of doing is jumping on YouTube, watching some full-time RVers, you know, where they've been, what they've been doing, just kind of just listening to it. It's kind of like a TV show, you know, it's uh, no different than Netflix, I guess, for some people. Love to do that. You know, I aspire to do that. I aspire to, I don't know if it's some type of legacy because, you know, for my children one day, maybe when I'm gone and they can see, add, you know, you know what I mean? So, but the problem is, is that that involves updating, maintaining, you know, all this creative stuff that I do on a daily basis for work. <laughs> That's kind of what one thing that I've, I've really, and, and the reality is, is I haven't had time to do it just because. And I don't think those things are bad. Like just cause they're a screen doesn't mean that, you know, right. you shouldn't be doing them in your personal time. Like I've got some course on Udemy that I really want to do and there's nothing wrong with those. And I am happy to do those on the weekend and they will help me to feel alive. Um, it's just an important distinction of knowing, is this for work or is this personal? How is it making me feel and making sure that you feel like you're not just all in one direction, I guess, is the main thing. Right. Yeah, Didn't I, mean to do a band reference there, sorry. Yeah. I recently, <laughs> um, well, it was earlier this year, I bought myself a, a drone as a, a hobby. Awesome. And, um, yeah, and something yeah. That, that would take me outside to spend more time outdoors. And yeah, nice. part of me kind of like what David was saying, part of me, like, you know, the, my entrepreneurial spirit wanted to like find ways where I could monetize it. Like, okay, you know, I could do this, you know, I could <laughs> edit clips together and sell them as you know, stock video, you know, whatever. Uh, and I had to force myself like, no, that's not the purpose of this. <laughs> once I like in my head, just like, you know, completely shut down any monetization of it, then it was just like a true hobby. Yeah, of, okay, nice. I can edit videos just for fun which is hard for and who because... knows like maybe in the future it still could become a monetized thing but right. there's something about learning something and enjoying something and developing in something and forcing yourself not to make it a work thing right exactly and then just making it a hobby um at and least then maybe you'll be kick-ass at it and you'll be able to like get paid for doing weddings or something one day aren't you supposed <laughs> to make money on all your hobbies though <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, one one quote that I have tried to live by for the past year or so is really simple. Wherever you are, be there. So if it's you're working, I am working right now. Or if you're watching Netflix with your significant other, you're doing that. If you're hanging out with your kids, you're doing that. If you're on vacation, you're on vacation. You know, that, that has really helped me as simple as that is just to Instead, which inevitably we're going to have to multitask for things. And if we have maintenance plans and things like that, you're going to have to keep an eye on emergency situations and things like that. But there are still little things we can do. And for me, just being wherever I am has been a huge mental um, help and has really helped me yeah. try to get as close balanced life, work, work life as possible. Be present. I love it. Wherever. But I also say good luck when you have a kid. But I love yeah. it. And good luck. Yeah. Fair enough. Let's do this. Do Let's do this show next year and see what Recap. I say. Maybe yeah, right? I have a different quote. Well, maybe when they're three and they're like tugging on you like all the time. I have Fair enough. Less hair and. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I do. I do love it. And getting it in a habit now before you have kids is definitely going to put you in good stead for when you do have kids around to be learning that because it's really tough to be in the, the same place with your kids when you, and trying to switch work off is, is a really big challenge. So that's a I think getting point. it in practice now is great. That's a really good point. Yeah, that's kind of something on a personal note that I've been trying for a while now as to, although I'm going to do inevitably more leading up to when we have the little one, I'm trying to compensate for that and kind of, you know, prepare myself to, to be able to not work as much now by kind of setting these routines and thinking awesome. about balance. Yeah. Nice one. Okay, can awesome. I take the tangent now? It's only Go a slight tangent. The for tangent for is I've been listening to all, I, I love self, self-help, right? And I've been <laughs> listening to all these um, 
like books about personalities and those kind of things. I'm listening to The Four Tendencies at the moment, which, by the way, is a fabulous book and I highly recommend. Um, But as a part of that, I've been thinking a lot about knowing yourself and understanding yourself. And one thing I've noticed for myself is when we have a really busy weekend or when we have guests, I really struggle on a Monday to focus on work. And it's because I don't feel like I've had any downtime. I don't feel... I, I am a classic introvert, I guess you would say. Um, I know I don't seem like it on the outside and I'm quite bubbly and I love talking to people, but I really need my alone time. Like I need just quiet and my kids are around all the time when I'm not working. And so for me to have some downtime means on the weekend, I need some, just some time, like just, and I used to go running all the time and that was my alone time and that was enough for me, but I don't run anymore. And so I need some downtime when we have guests. I can't get away. And so on a Monday, classically, I will find it really hard to focus. And inevitably, I will do this half-assed day of a work day where I will be at my desk, but I will be hating it. And I'll be feeling like I just want some time just for me because I've been like with people all weekend. That's a really, um, that's an interesting point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, so I, I think almost, you just need to know yourself. Yeah. And I almost bit. feel like, because I'm, Sarah, I'm kind of opposite of you to where people energize me and kind of fill me up. Yeah. So if we have a weekend where we don't do anything, Monday is I'm like, I'm kind of struggling to get back into it because I didn't do anything. But when yeah. I'm with people, like when I came back from work camp, I was like, oh, I'm ready to do this. Let's get to work. <laughs> Bro. Yeah. But to that, exactly. point, to that point, it's a, it's a really, really good idea that you could almost, you know, maybe for you, Sarah, and this could probably apply to a lot of people, is maybe if you think, if you know you're going to have a really busy weekend, Maybe Monday is where you could almost plan like a half day or just plan a few things that you yeah. know you're going to enjoy doing and, you know, see how that goes. Because for me, I, I think I'm going to try that too to where I, you know, very rarely do I need to get to something in a particular day unless it's an emergency. You know, we as, as freelancers, although we're not our own boss per se, we are our own project managers for the most part to where we can kind of allocate time. So uh, that's a really good point. Yeah, yeah I think way. I would be much better on a Monday on those days to not work until, say, 11 or until 12 and just spend that morning doing whatever I want, like go to the shops or, um, I don't know, just watch some Netflix or whatever, but somehow really say, that's okay, this is my time. And then at this point, at 11, I am going to start working and then somehow build it in and know yourself well enough to know that you need that or for Josh that you need to go and have a coffee with someone because you just need some time with someone so that then you're ready to go. Sorry, Tim. Oh, it's okay. I was going to say, I'm the same way. And um, my, or my wife is just like you, Sarah, where she's a, very much an introvert and we have guests. She, she like needs her alone time and she just gets like so drained. And um, I'm Josh, like you, where I, I get energized by people, but I also need, I, I kind of need a balance. Cause if I have too much time with people, then like, I feel like I need um, some alone time, you know, some me time to like, you know, re-energize. So it's like very much, I need that balance. And so, uh, as a work from home freelancer, I'll like, you know, have several weeks where like, I really won't see anybody except for my wife. And, you know, I noticed the difference in my productivity because I'm just like, kind of just dragging, you know, and then I'll have like a guy's night with some friends and then, you know, that'll just like energize me. Or like you said, Josh word camp, you know, pumped up, you know, inspired, ready to take on the world again. So. I think balance. I did think I did think of something that I do enjoy doing very much that I haven't done in quite a while until recently. Tim in Austin, we went and had a guys' night and played mm-hmm. poker. Yeah. Once awesome. a month there. And I just <laughs> have to do that. And I love it. Yeah. Can totally take me away from work because I'm like a big kid and if it's games and game night games period so you guys are all just very important to be i I think something there's something really important to be said for time with friends like whether you're an introvert or an extrovert there is something about actual in-person relating to friends whether you're doing something or just hanging out or having dinner there's something about that that is different to hanging out online or um whatever it is and even if you're like me where it's really fun in the time but you need to also build in some quiet time afterwards i think there's something to be said for being in person with friends i think i just figured it out you guys all need to get rvs (laughs) (laughs) we can can have game night 
and we can I can like go off. Go off I'm in solitude. It'll be awesome. Yeah, I won't. <laughs> David is really good at poker, so just fair one. R V brings me in a bad headspace because back in the band days we had R V and that thing broke down all the time. So maybe yeah. Maybe something else one day. <laughs> well, no, but I was going to say, I think that's, I think that's a good kind of recap on the whole idea is that, and even though we all love what we do and we love our work, it is good to balance things no matter how great we feel like we're doing. Cause yeah, if you balance it, I know if I take a day or two off and I come back to it, I usually feel energized about work stuff cause I miss it so much and that can go a long way as well. Right. I agree. You know, well, here's one thing I will say. Gonna, not much life balance is going to be getting because this bad boy came in Woo! and uh, you know it's new and you know <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be spent on that bad boy. This, this was life work balance and not life tech balance so I think you're all right <laughs> yeah. well this has been great for me guys I, I hope it's helped somebody it's uh it's just kind of driving home i I I like Sarah. I don't know if I um but I ha I am very in tune with, you know, looking within, you know, when I'm disturbed what it is that's causing. And I just realized this year to make some changes and it really came through to me and what I really wanted to share with, with our audience and stuff was the fact that do something that I truly love doing to not do it all the time because it can affect you. And for me, like I said, it was health. I think I've put on like 65 pounds for years. And it's because I'm sitting here at a computer, crap, you know, that I love doing with my friends that I get to hang yeah. out with and talk to. So got to somehow break away from that. And uh, I think what I've decided is I'm just going to come visit all y'all in my RV. And <laughs> we'll hang out and do some face-to-face -face time. Sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like that's equally important for those around you too. Like I know I've gotten a lot better at this topic over the past year, but a couple of years ago, I remember she was constantly telling me, like, I just feel like you just cannot stop working and you just can't turn it off. And I don't want to get my laptop out and her go, oh, gosh, here it goes again. He just can't yeah. turn it off. I want her to, you know, when I get my laptop, she's like, oh, cool. He's excited. And, you know, he'll knock something out. And that's what it's kind of turned into. But it's taken the, that balance of, you know, being there yeah. when I'm with her kind of deal. So I've got an it's idea. Really hard. Go ahead, and I don't know if this is OK or not, but I'm just going to put it out there, right? I want to see if anyone who's watching is up for one thing that you want to kind of like implement that nudges you towards a little bit more balance in your life um, and whether or not there is one little small thing. It doesn't have to be massive, but whether anyone is willing to kind of put it out there, something that you want to kind of say, this is something I'm going to work on. So I'll start and then you can go, David. And then if you guys okay. want to go in, go for it. Yeah. Um, my thing is going to be that I am going to stick to my 30 days of 10 minutes of yoga and then with a goal of increasing the time after that. And I will do it every day, no matter what. Um, that is my commitment towards moving towards a little bit more balance in my life. I know it's unachievable completely, but that's my commitment. And I would love it if other people wanted to like jump on the bandwagon with us. But David, sounds like you've got one. Yeah, I think my health is, is very important to me. You know, it's amazing. I don't know how the hell I'm in such good health. Early checkup, my cholesterol's perfect. My, like, the doctor's like, healthy as a horse. And I'm like, how? <laughs> that was, that was before Nashville uh, Word Camp, right, David? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, look, Nashville Word Camps started what my thing's going to be, Sarah. I love walking. I used to do it quite a bit. Commit to walking. I'm one of those people who will put some outlandish damn goal out there. You know, that's <laughs> like unattainable. What I'm going to do is I'm going to do twice a day. Whoa. I'm going to get out in the morning and in the evening. 
takes 30 minutes and um on and and i think it's something that'll benefit me on many 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 levels so awesome uh, i'm gonna what? like i'm gonna check back in with you david okay keep me accountable um i don't even mind like facebook living or youtubing or is that defeating the purpose what you guys on some of my walks with me <laughs> live here i am i'm doing my little walk and hey world <laughs> mine, mine was gonna be four workouts a week but Ooh, nice. I don't want to record that. I don't want to intimidate anyone. Josh, why would it intimidate me? I'm going to do 14 workouts. In the- <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, that's mine. That's kind of what I've, I've started here. And uh, whether it's running or whether it's lifting or, or doing some sort of uh, workouts at, at least four days a week, which even if they're a good 25, you know, or, you know, half an hour workout, uh, that's going to be my thing it, moving into the new year. Nice. I'm going to go a little bit different direction um, because my, my dog forces me to, to get out and, and walk um, every day, which is good. I'm going to say I'm going to go and um, have an in-person hangout with a friend, whether that's awesome. coffee, whether it's lunch, once a week. Because that's, awesome. for me, that's something that, like, that kind of gets pushed away. Like, oh, I'm way too busy. Like, I'm, you know, people say, hey, I want to grab lunch. Oh, I have too much going on. You know, I have a product launch, you know, Black Friday, whatever. Um, and that those are the things that I think to me, like are lower on the priority scale Yeah. because you know, it's like work and family are high up. And then like the friends are like, eh, whatever, um, which is not good. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that, that's, that's my commitment. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. I think, you know, something that I've also been thinking about doing and, um, I don't know, maybe I'll check back in in 30 days and I'll change it, you know, to something different, but something that, that brought immense value to my life for many, many years that I have was my morning meditation time. Love to drink coffee, sit outside, you know, and just pray and meditate kind of, you know, which not like like prayers, but just like, you know, just sitting like Josh said, being where I am, you know, yeah. I was just there enjoying nature and stuff. Yeah. I'm just, I've been having a hard time getting back to that, making that a priority. So maybe Sarah's 10 minute. Yeah. Yeah. 10, well, minute 10 minutes a day. Okay. So I've got, I've got a little tool that you, you can, I found this week. It does cost money, but it's an app. Okay. It's on iOS. I don't know if it's on other ones. This is what it looks like. I don't know if that's going to show properly on the screen. I'll try and uh-huh. make it. Uh, anyway, it's purple. called Active purple, Habits. Man. Called Active Habits. And you can only have three going at a time. So the idea is that you can't have too many going at a time. Um, and so at the moment I have 10 minutes of yoga, one liter of water, drink because I want to start achievable, right? One liter of water and then three minutes of breathing exercises. So these are like my three current goals. And it doesn't have to be like, obviously, Tim, you could put in like once a week, I will catch up with a friend. And then it just like asks you once a week whether you've done it kind of thing. Nice. But then you can tap them off and it tells you your streak, like how many days you've done it for. And it just makes it kind of feel like, yay, I'm achieving my goals. Anyway, it's so that's, active, active so cool. habit. Yeah, I think it was $5. And I don't know in America, maybe they'll make what? it like three American dollars. But I don't it, even um, see it. I'm trying, oh, trying to maybe find it's only it. in the Australian store. I don't know. It's oh, it kind man. of looks like a little blue. It's that one there, that little blue like mountain looking thing. Oh, okay. better habits. Sorry, inside it says active habits. Um, it's called better habits. Better anyway, habits. highly oh. recommend that five bucks. Awesome. I think it's well worth it. So I gotta acknowledge. I gotta acknowledge. I gotta acknowledge a, a couple people who said their goals on the live chat. Awesome. So. Claire Turner said she's definitely going to meditate, walk, and work towards a three-day focused work week, which sounds awesome. That was nice. Claire. Go, Claire. Russell, yeah, Russell said he's going to make sure that he puts a priority on family, time at weekends, and then uh, to incorporate exercise like walking or swimming. So those are some good swimming ones. Swimming is the best exercise. You yes. Can. Low impact. Yep. Everyone's awesome. seen, I don't know about you guys, but I've seen quite a few of these guys that are like, I don't know. They're like in their mid seventies and they're like swimming laps at the pool for like 45 minutes nonstop. And I'm like, 
I do like two laps and I'm like dying. <laughs> I want to be that 75 year old someday that is just like killing it. Yeah. Probably start soon. Awesome. All right. Well, it's been an awesome, awesome episode. I'm downloading Better Habits. Three dollars, Sarah. Two ninety nine. There you go. Yeah, I thought it would be when you convert to American dollars. A little steep. I don't know. Just kidding. <laughs> it's then, a cup of coffee, right? Maybe. I don't know how much American coffee costs. It's less more. than a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, depending on what you get, but most people get, you know, the lattes and all that. Yeah. I uh, Like, I've been doing it for a week, right? And honestly, that inclination to want to tick off the thing that I did it and not lose my streak it's amazing how motivating that can be if you just need a little extra boost to get going with something if you're trying to make it a habit. Well, we will link that in the show notes for Better Habits app. I'll find yeah. out if it's on Google Play as well, and we'll put a link to both. both and I would love to hear, like, if other people want to come up with something that they're interested in nudging themselves in a better balanced direction, um, like, put it in the the chat thing, like not the chat thing, whatever it is, the show note bit. There's, there's comments, comments there somewhere. on our website. That's it. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> comments on the website. Was that an yeah. affiliate plug for the app? No, no affiliates. Um, unless Sarah has one and she wants to put it in there, then Hey, I'm, no, I don't I'm know there. how to yeah. affiliate apps, yeah. whatever. Just <laughs> pay for it. It's well worth it. Letting her make yeah. some cheese for a great app. <laughs> no, it's, it's really well worth um, it. I think, I think it's worth the money. Putting thoughts. I'm going to start with Josh. Go oh, Josh. dang it. I was hoping to think about it. Usually I have one already, but uh, I, you know what? I, no, it's, it's fine. It's fine. I'm, I'm going to go with, I'm just going to go with my quote because that's what's really helped me with, with balancing work and, and personal life. And that is wherever you are, be there. Be there. <laughs> I was laughing. Like the wind, wink. Oh, the way. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. Tim. Tim, you're next. Yes, because I'm. I'm gonna go with the quote as well, and it is, "Be present." I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, that was that was the quote that I've I've thought of. Like, and I tell myself, "Be present." Same thing, just different wording. Um, no, my final thought is. Um, you know, be, be intentional and, and commit to something. So, um, cause I, I think we've said before, we always say like, Oh, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that, but we make time for the things that reward us. Like someone said in the, the live chat and we make time for the things that, um, you know, that we commit to. And so it's hard when you're trying to make time throughout the week to like, you know, go out and do something. But if you commit to something like, you know, sign up for a group exercise class or, you know, uh, commit with a friend to get together once a week for coffee, stuff like that, it can get you out of the office, um, you know, a lot easier than if you're just trying to like make time as it comes up, because you're never going to be able to find that perfect time. Fantastic points, Tim and Josh. Sarah, you want to go next? So in follow up to that, Okay. Um, I'd highly recommend that if anyone is struggling to commit to new things, um, that the Four Tendencies book is really worth a look at because it looks at the way we approach committing to things and how people's personalities will alter how they go about actually committing to stuff. And for me, I need outer accountability to be able to commit to something. Um, inner accountability isn't enough. It needs to actually impact other people for me to commit to things, which is why this app is really helpful for me. Um, but yeah, so that's like part A and part B is make your goals achievable. Like, I think it's really worth starting if you want to start something new and it's going to be challenging, start with something that's really achievable that you're not just going to be able to do for three days and then give up, but something that you're going to be able to fit into your day regularly, long-term, whether it needs to be 10 minutes or whatever, something that you then can't deny that you can achieve it. Um, that would be my suggestion slash encouragement what was that book you said sarah it's called the four tendencies i don't know who writes it um okay. but i got it on audiobook and i'm finding it both helpful in terms of understanding what makes me achieve stuff but also thinking about my partner my husband and then also my kids and how if i want them to do something what might be the best approach for mm. one son He's going to need that hour of accountability. But for my other son, it's potential that he's in the rebel category, which means I need to give him two options 
rather than saying you need to do it because I said so, that's not going to make him do it. But saying you can do this one or you can do this one, but you need to pick between. So it's actually been really helpful by for Gretchen me processing. Rubin. Gretchen Rubin, is that right? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Just curious, Sarah, which one is which? Is the the younger one more the rebel? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. It. And he like he whereas my older son is all about the rules, so he like he yeah. wants to follow the rules and achieve, you know, and he gets really upset if he lets someone down. Whereas my older son, like with toilet training, he couldn't have given a crap, excuse my <laughs> double uh, whatever, but yeah. he like, honestly, he couldn't have cared if it impacted him or if it impacted someone else. He did not give a hoot. And so we had to approach things really differently with him and it's making me realise that for him, I, I need to ask him in a different way than I need to ask my other son to do things. So that's been really helpful. I know that's off topic, but <laughs> highly recommend. No. All good stuff. All good stuff. Parting thought is um, it's important to should do. It's important to do other things. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know sure. how to say it any, any other way than that. Try not to uh, learn the lessons um, my way because now I'll be hopefully going in the reverse direction of um, some of the things, bad habits that I picked up over the last, although I don't consider them bad habits, you know, they're good things. They've brought a lot of value. They've done a lot of good. They've helped a lot of people, including my family. 